miserable episode of DWN Productions terrible horror crap podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com remember Joe if you're ever trying to promote anything and you just want to give somebody something with the links in all one place it's boygob.com, you see. I'll try to remember that. All the links. You know what? Let me go over to that website right now. <laughs> what are you going to do over there? Um, you won't get this live. However, you will be able to get a link to click on where you can watch this live. If it is live when you click on the link. But the YouTube page has all the past episodes since we started doing the old video thing. So head on over there. The numbers are dipping, Joe. So on the web page, though, boygob.com, we've got followers. We've got six followers. Yeah, that's some shit Podbeam does. I have no idea about that. But hey, thanks to six people who follow on Podbeam. Thanks to all six of you, and I don't fucking recognize any one of you. But oh well. But thanks. Yeah, thanks. How's your week been, Tom? A uh, couple miserable days, a couple good days, so thank fuck for the good days, I guess. Uh, not as not as in a shitty mood as I've been, but I did have a couple of those days, and there were a couple nights that I had to sleep with the closet light on and something playing on my phone so I wouldn't be in my own head. <sighs> but I haven't been sleeping well, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I uh, 
I had a better week, I guess. I don't want to fucking jinx it, you know, but things did run a lot smoother than they have been. Still not perfect, but when is it ever? Uh, that noise you can uh, hear in the background, that's the dryer. Remember I fixed the dryer several months back? Well, it's spinning, you know. Not, <laughs> it doesn't heat up. Not drying shit again. So, yeah, we're going to have to dig into my uh, – my emergency things falling apart money. You and, still uh, have something left in there? I do. I do. Yeah. I've been going without, you see, just so I wouldn't touch that shit. But that's what it's for. It's shit like this is what that's money's for. So you've been doing better than you've been leading on. Mm. With if money you that have you received is you got to pretend that it's not there or it's never going to be saved. <laughs> if you constantly go to it, then it's going to be gone. So fuck it, you know? I know about never being saved, Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah. Fuck it, you know? <laughs> got plenty of work right now for which I'm thankful. Uh, hope it's <laughs> like that. I know Are bridge. you regular thankful or November thankful? Well... Um, you know, I know those dreaded months are coming up, the December, January, when it's real fucked. Uh, Don't forget about February. Not looking forward to any of it. <laughs> you know, uh, but for those of you listening, Halloween is coming up, and you may want to put your mask orders in now because it's that Halloween time. So dwmproductions.net, go look around. Get some ideas in your head. Put a costume. You look good this year. You looked like shit last year. Get yourself a good mask and, you know, scare the kitties or something. Or something. Something. Do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I tried to uh, fix a fence this morning. Man, I got the cocaine sniffles. And then... uh couple days ago i had to take a chainsaw to everything well before that i had fucking took an axe to a tree that came halfway down from lightning or some shit then i got looking over there i was like hey i should clean more of this stuff up so i took a chainsaw to it and just cleared fucking whole bunch of vines and shit just growing up over the yard and on the fence and everything and then i noticed that uh Riley's out in the neighbor's yard. And I said, how the fuck did that happen? And I said, Riley, get the fuck over here. So she comes right back through the hole she got out of. Says, oh, there's a big hole in the fence. (laughs) So then I took a weed whacker to fucking, I don't know, yards of fence. So I can see the damage and what I'm working with. Uh I thought I was going to be able to do like sections at a time. No, this whole fucking... Yards and yards and yards of fence needs to get fucking ripped up in new poles with cement. Like, there's no cement in the poles that are in there now, so. Mm. Yeah, fence is, uh, that's not fun work at all. Mm -mm. (laughs) That's hard. Uh, Not fun. That's why I won't be doing this. Yeah. If I was able to do it, like, one section at a time, how I planned. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just do like fucking little parts each day and get it. Nope. So I'm going to get uh, some of your people. The Home Depot folk. <laughs> yes. And uh, we're doers get more can... done or what? Uh, <laughs> that flows. I don't know. 
where home improvement matters. Aubrey's in the chat. Aubrey, tomorrow's a school night. Get to bed, please. Uh, tomorrow's a school day. It Whatever. is. It's Get a new day as well. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I just saw that you watched a ton of movies this week, Tom. I don't know if I'd say a ton, but I watched a few. Quite a few. A couple, handful. That's what I would say, Joe. <laughs> well, uh, off the biz hat, I got the new uh, 4K. Where is it at? Dog sold. Look at that. People love those fucking slip covers. I got that 4K dog soldiers in from uh, Scream Factory. So you have now. a 4K player? I don't. But I previously purchased this piece of shit from Scream Factory, which is not much better than the uh, DVD transfer. It was an awful, Put that other awful... one back up. Put that 4K up. Let me see that cover. Put that 4K back up with that cover. I like that cover more. Yeah, no, I think it's cool, and it came with a poster mm-hmm. of that artwork that I will never hang up, but it's nice to know it's just sitting there, aging in a closet. <laughs> Collecting dust <laughs> with all of the other junk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dog Soldiers, it is a uh, very basic movie. Soldiers versus werewolves. But there's a twist, Joe. They're British, you see, so they all sound silly. They say mate and bloke and shit and talk about soccer. Very different than here in America. You'll get your ass beat for saying shit like that. (laughs) Football. Yeah, you better say football day Americana, you son of a bitch. Um. I like that movie. I mean, I haven't seen it since way back. And uh, we revisited some Neil Marshall films earlier in the year. But uh, those do not compare to to this one, which I think is probably the best thing he's done. Yes, this is uh, much better than The Descent. Whenever we did our uh, top horror movies, I rewatched this one. And it didn't make the cut. And I remember saying, because the transfer I watched was so fucking bad that hindered it and again that was this piece of shit right here but yeah basic movie soldiers versus werewolves it's fucking great this is probably my favorite werewolf movie favorite werewolf design uh some funny shit in there it's not really a comedy but there's some funny lines and funny shit that happens uh, I would think this would be a great fucking double feature with Predator. If you've never seen either of these movies before, watch these fuckers back to back, and I'm sure you'll have a great time. So like that cover on the other one, you have the Blu-ray there. Uh, I just don't like that style of cover with all the, like, let's jam as many characters' heads into it as we can. You know, have them cascading in order of importance. That's just... Yeah, and they look like bootleg exploitation, like really not well-made exploitation fucking But they don't homages. even look like that, which yeah, we'll get no, to later. We'll get to <laughs> a little later. Some of them looked all right. Some of them don't. I don't really care for that one. And come to think of it, I probably have that poster sitting somewhere in a fucking closet. Because that's old Scream Factory's gimmick. Oh, you order from us. 
We'll get you a little poster you'll never hang up. Huh? They got me. Excuse me. Um, The transfer looks a lot better. <clears throat> I watched the Blu-ray, and the Blu-ray is like a 4K transfer, but compressed onto a Blu-ray disc. Well, it looks good. Uh, definitely, definitely an improvement. So if you were holding on, <clears throat> holding out, I think this would definitely be the one to get. There's a new audio commentary on here by some professor lady. I don't know, dude. She's talking with one of those silly accents, and she just kept keeps going on like how this is a slasher movie. It's like, yeah, no kidding. It's not this like big, you know, revelation thing that you're gonna stress out to fucking an hour and a half long of this commentary track. She's like, oh, and him being the final boy and all this shit. It's just like the same stuff over and over again. I listened to like a half hour, and I'm just like, nah. It's not for me. It's like everything she's saying, she's catering to the wrong fucking crowd. Because if you're going to listen to that commentary track, you're already a hardcore horror fan. You know what the fuck's going on. So it's pointless. It's just a fan commentary track pretty much to just add a little something onto this uh, disc. Because it pretty much is everything from the bullshit version that came out last last time, which was good. I think there's two different commentary tracks. Probably, I can just read it, Joe. Because I got the fucking things right <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Trying to remember. <laughs> uh, new 4K scan. Looks good. Uh, Werewolves vs. Soldiers. The Making of Dog Soldiers. That was on the last one. It's okay, but... Uh, for stuff like this, you know, being my field and all, I like to see behind the scenes stuff like the creatures and the effects being made. Not a whole lot of that, which is fucking weird. Cottage in the Woods, that's the production design that was on the last one. Commentary with Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall short film combat. Didn't watch that. I know that was on the last one too. Uh, this only has the one, it only lists the one commentary track, but there are definitely three, two of which I know were on here. Let's see if it says uh, commentary with Neil Marshall. Yeah, I know there was another one. There's three commentary tracks on them. The uh, ones from this one are ported over. They're good shit. Uh, if you want to learn about the movie or whatever. But, uh, I mean, this is definitely the definitive collection, this one. If you're a fan of the movie, get that one. That's the way to go. Uh, I don't think this movie will ever have to look better. Like we were talking about with those uh, Friday the 13th discs that came out a year or two ago. Uh, you get this these old, old movies now. And you fucking upscale them to 4K and shit. And then you look at the effects and they look like garbage. Like that Kevin Bacon effect in the bed. The fucking neck piece and his fucking actual face tone. It's like two different colors. The only thing like that I was able to tell in here. When uh, the werewolf scratches are healing on a character. Doesn't look great. But it is what it is. That just could have been slapped on. And you know they were shooting in darker things. So. That was the only thing uh, in this one that I could pick out that kind of looked. But I mean, best it's ever looked. uh, Best it's ever sounded. If you like the movie, 
You were disappointed by the last one. I'm like you. Scream Factory should have gave us some fucking money off if we bought the last ones. But they're greedy fucks, so uh, we're not sorry if we tricked you. <laughs> Would recommend, Joe. It's a great fucking movie, and it's a pretty decent release. Uh, the only thing I would like more is like more behind the scenes of the effects and all that kind of shit since it is a creature movie, but they don't have it, so I will go fuck myself, Joe. You do that, Tom. But would recommend. And uh, Second sh- second Sight Films should get the shout-out for restoring this fucking thing. This is a Scream Factory release, but Second Sight said, sit the fuck down. We're going to remaster this shit since you completely dropped the ball, tried to pick it up, and just ended up kicking it even further. So uh, I guess... Uh, Scream Factory's leasing or whatever their their transfer to use on this. Oh, and there's a new interview with Neil Marshall that goes up to uh, whatever Game of Thrones shit or whatever he's working on now. So it's like a career retrospective with him interview going to about that point. It's okay. It's okay. Man's got one of those faces where he has the big line right here in his head. So it looks like he has butt cheeks on top of his eyes. Never seen the dude. <laughs> He's a mate. <laughs> uh, I watched some television, Tom. I finished up the Better Call, Better Call Saul show. And people are raving about this, Tom, that this is the best ending to a series that's ever been. That uh, This last season is okay, you know? It's all right. Midway through, like, they deviate. They, like, fast forward into the into present day, I guess. I don't know. Um, and those scenes are done in black and white, which I guess they're, you know, it's an artistic choice or something. But that whole thing it's like this show was carried by his co-stars like he had a lot of good people that were more interesting to watch than he was and the second half just basically focuses on him so i didn't really give a shit you know um i don't know i disagree with the people that say that this is the greatest television series ever made uh you guys haven't watched a lot of shit or you're just easily impressed and i think that's the the case with a lot of viewers now with you know every time a marvel movie comes out oh it's fucking great you know every time a new star wars bullshit comes out, oh man this is taking me back to my you know out of lessons or whatever the fuck um no this is uh this was good don't get me wrong but it's not it's not legendary it's not epic you know <laughs> It's not all these other adjectives that people are throwing at it, but uh, and it's also it's over. I guess a benchmark on shows now is like, hey, are people still talking about that shit years later? Like uh, one thing I noticed, like Game of Thrones was probably one of the biggest shows that had been out in a long time, but maybe a year after it was done. You didn't hear shit. Nobody was talking about it. Like, oh, remember this scene? And, you know, nah, nobody, everybody just it escaped everybody's mind. Uh, they just started a new show that's Game of Thrones. The Dragon first- World. Yeah. 
So maybe maybe it'll be back in our in the conversation again. I I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I, I think Better Call Saul. People are just gonna stop talking about it next year. It's gonna be what what show? Yeah, I gave it a couple couple episodes when it first started because I like Bob Odenkirk. Well, I don't know the son of a bitch personally, but he's I think still David he's Cross. I'll tell him that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, eventually, hopefully in the near future, I'll get a hold of his audio book and give that a listen. But uh, yeah, it just wasn't for me. Wasn't for, I think it needed to be more animated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it was a cartoon. A cartoon show, yeah. <laughs> nah, stick with Harvey Birdman. Nah, I was never into that one. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, you would, you fucking asshole. I did. Hey, Joe, you ever see The Giver? Yes, a long time back. Don't remember much about it. So Based this, on a manga, right? Maybe, or maybe they came afterwards. I don't know. But I know uh, Steve Wang and Screaming Mad George co-directed this, and they are both uh, effects people. And uh, Steve Wang worked on Predator, so that goes back a little bit. So... Excuse me, there's that. And it's produced by uh, Brian Usina. I'm not sure if it was a Fantastic Factory movie or not, but man. Usina's always quality for me. Most of the time, his stuff is pretty entertaining. Most of the time. But after re-watching Society, like, I still don't like that fucking... It's got a couple cool sculptures in there, but other than that... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But what are we talking about? The Giver. The Giver. I've heard about this shit for decades. I just never gave a fuck because I'm not an Ultraman fan. Don't give a fuck about Power Rangers, any of that shit. And that's pretty much what this is. It's a guy, he finds the fucking uh, Predator suit from the end of the Predator that they got in that little suitcase. And he becomes a fucking robot man. And he has goofy fights with a variety of monsters. Some of the monsters look really fucking cool. Some of them are just like, eh. But that's because there's so many fucking monsters and creatures in this movie. Like, you'll definitely have ones that you like more than the other because they all look different. It's not that they're fucking slapped together and shittily made. It's just there's such a wide variety of monsters. And they all look different. So you'll have ones that you like more than the other. It starts out really good. Uh, then it just slowly turns into the Power Ranger bullshit that I don't really care for. But there's some, there's some good shit in there. Like everything besides the Power Ranger shit I don't like is cool. But I just wish it wasn't that goofy Power Ranger shit. Fucking what's his nuts is in it from uh Batman uh, the Animated Series. No, uh Dino My JJ Walker. JJ Walker, all right. Yeah, he's in it and he plays fucking Jar Jar Binks and he plays it just like Jar Jar Binks. So that'll give you a couple giggles if that kind of thing makes you giggle. And at the end, he says fucking Dino Might when he's in his monster costume, dude. It's fucking, oh, oh. 
Like, there's definitely some goofy shit in there to laugh at, but it has a goofy tone, too. It's not, like, taking itself super seriously or anything. Uh, old Herbert West is in it. His character name is Herbert East, and that's so fucking... St- or Dr. East, sorry, instead of Dr. West. So when I heard that, I laughed just because it's so fucking stupid. And then uh, I forget his name, but... uh. What's his name? West! The guy who's the head. Is that Pretorius? Yeah, Pretorius. Uh, I don't know his name. He's fucking in the movie, and he plays like the head of the corporation and shit who's turning motherfuckers into monsters. The head of the corporation. <laughs> yeah. Not Three gonna... And puns. Not gonna get better than that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, besides the all the fucking Power Rangers shit... Uh, it was is pretty cool, and I say it's worth a watch. I mean, if you like Power Rangers and that kind of goofy, fucking lucha libre AEW style wrestling fighting that looks like shit, and uh, you know you might you might get some more mileage out of this than I did. But I mean, as far as the fucking creatures and just like looking at all the monsters and the sculpting and painting work and all that, and I like the goofy tone to it. It's worth a watch for sure. I was entertained. Fortunately, I looked up the Blu-ray, and there's, like, no effects, special features, or anything like that. And it's just like, what the fuck? Effects, special features are a thing of the past, Tom. But, dude, this is made by two effects guys, and the whole fucking movie's about monsters. Yeah, they were tired of doing effects work. They wanted to make some money, (laughs) get behind the director's chair, you know? Well... Only one of them comes back for the sequel, and I plan on watching this one, that that one, this week. I just didn't want to fucking watch them both together and get them all discombobulated like all those fucking JCVD movies liquefied my fucking brain. So take a, take a little break in between them. So next week we'll see how Guyver 2 is. People are saying it's better, but it's not as funny. So we'll see. So we'll see. Oh, shit. And here's something fucking crazy. When I saw it, it blew my fucking mind away. Linnea Quigley's in this movie, and she keeps her clothes on. It was fucking crazy. I know. I was as shocked as you. I was just like, oh, shit, Quiggles is at it again. And then I was like, hmm. All right, good for you. Somebody hired her for her acting. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Well, Tom, I uh, jumped back into the All the Haunts Be Ours box set, and I watched a... Do you have that? Do you have it close by? No, it's... I don't know where the fuck it is. I just wanted to see how big it is again. (laughs) Uh, The film this time was a television movie. Was and it a it was British television movie? British television movie. Oh. And it was like done in the style of a play. In fact, it was from a, a production called Play for Today or something. Pray the gay away. Yeah. Um, but this one was actually pretty good. You know, and I'd been having a string of like, I really don't like this. This isn't fucking folk horror. <laughs> you lied to me. This one, it checks off all the boxes, um, and uh, 
it's about an old lady. She's not old. She's like middle aged, I guess. But she's Did a she live in his shoe? She's divorced and Ooh. decides, well, I'm going to go stay in this cottage that me and my husband have that we never, you know, did anything with. I'm going to go stay over there and get my shit together. You know, my divorced mind it needs a refresher. So in this village, she meets a karate guy. It's just this guy that, you know, was out there hitting the fucking board, you know, just doing karate shit, stupid flips, some of the lousiest kicks you've ever seen. And uh, she hooks up with this guy, you know, because that's what divorcees do. They whore around a lot. Um, you know what I've been seeing they've been doing? They'd, like, purposely get stuck under tables <laughs> or in, like, dryers. and sh Like, don't get stuck in your dryer. Where have you, you been seeing this? <laughs> Just movies. <laughs> like, I've noticed that's a trend in movies. Short now. films, maybe? <laughs> Depends on how long you watch them. <laughs> Just a couple of minutes. Um, Don't get yeah. stuck in your dryers. What so, I'm saying. A young man with an erection out there. Like the townspeople are keeping her there, and you know, it's a, uh, it's that basic plot line where like, hey, they need to sacrifice something so like the land can stay good and healthy or whatever. But there's a twist in this, Tom. There's a twist. They wanted her to get pregnant, and they want her to live. It's the, the fucking dude, the karate man that they sacrificed. <laughs> Gay karate man. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> One was of actually, these days. This was decent, man. This was uh, I was pretty happy and surprised by it. So now I've got the documentary to watch. <laughs> oh, shit. The... <laughs> Dark Days Bewitched Devils or something it's called. Um, and then I'll be done with the box set. Oh, it's not a making of this stage play? No, no. This oh, is just, shit. Uh, this was one of the the things that they were pushing with this whole box set is this... Uh, this new documentary. Yeah, about the genre that they made up a name for. But, hey, that name stuck. So, good on you, Severin. <laughs> we're always on your side. Yeah. Yeah. So Robin Redbreast. <laughs> but I would recommend it for those of you that are into this type of uh, folk horror movie. It sounds like they should wait till Black Friday, though, if they, they didn't get it on the last sale. Yeah. Unless, no, I don't think this one was on DVD, so you can't get it on their $5 sale or whatever. Fiery Eyes or whatever, that might have a standalone eyes of fire. Eyes of fire. <laughs> Fiery Eyes, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, shit. What do I got? What do I got? <clears throat> so, uh, since we're traveling on to the Far East, I said, you know, let's do a little compare and contrasting. So, uh, I watched uh, the original Godzilla. Have you seen this one, Joe? I have. I have a copy of this somewhere. Do you? I do. Oh, I, nah, we'll it has both that. the American and the <laughs> Japanese versions. <laughs> well, I watched the Japanese version because that's the way God intended me to watch it, Joe. It's all right, man. I never really cared for this one. It's... uh. I guess 
if you like Japanese special effects, and I mean that's your hardcore thing, you might you might like this one. I just don't. I find it pretty boring with not a whole hell of a lot of entertainment value in it. I don't think Godzilla looks particularly good in it. I don't think any of the special effects are particularly good in it. But I've seen a lot more Godzilla movies that are a lot more entertaining. And I also didn't see this one right when it came out. So a little skewed. Uh, It's okay. I mean, if you're a Godzilla fan and you've never seen it, well, fucking watch it. What else you got to do? Watch all the fucking Godzilla movies. Fuck yeah, it. So this one is definitely a uh, like they were trying to make a monster movie. They're trying to make yeah. a horror movie, and it's got that tone. It's got like a really dour, depressing tone to it. To where if you've only seen the stuff where Godzilla's fighting dancers and shit, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, throwing like flurries of punches, then yeah, this is a. Uh, I don't know if you'll dig this or not. You know, it's 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 totally different. But uh, this is very a, re- a reactionary movie to the uh, bombs that were dropped. And oh, look at what you did to us! Look at our people in pain, dude. It was so fucking. I made some fucking post when I was talking about this movie. Something about I can't even remember, and it just boils down to this dude didn't know what the fuck Pearl Harbor was. And I was just fucking flabbergasted. Like he thought that we just fucking nuked Japan for no fucking reason. Hey, fuck it. Let's test this thing out on this little island. Granted, should we have went that far? I don't know, but we did. But there was a reason. It wasn't like, oh, fuck this. We, we were staying out of the war until that point, sir. But that's okay. It's not like he was a younger kid and they don't teach this in school. He was as old as I was. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's whatever. There's much better Godzilla movies out there. Uh, chances are we'll never go through the Godzilla catalog because as it is, this Gamma, <laughs> this Gamera is our Gamma. Sorry, Gamela is gonna take us through uh, mid-November, so. Godzilla would take us uh, pretty close to a year, I would think. Long time. But uh, Godzilla, if you're a G fan, as they call it, you've probably already seen the motherfucker. Uh, If you don't have any interest in it, don't fucking watch it. If you have interest in it, uh, could be worse. Bring beer. Another series that I uh, finished the season of, Tom, is uh, Millennium. You remember this show? Uh, vaguely. This was the Lance Henriksen X-Files ripoff yeah. thing. Um, Chris Carter had a lot of success with the X-Files. So they said, hey, why don't you do another series? You know, make it dark and edgy. And this is about uh, Lance Henriksen. He's a, a profiler for... Organization called the Millennium Group, and I guess they just help out with murders. I'm not sure what their purpose is exactly, but uh, each episode starts out with like a murder, 
and then he investigates it you know he has like flashes like he can see what the killer was doing and uh then they solve the crime you know so it's very formulaic it uh but it's not very good a lot of these episodes are dull and this was at that time where seasons of a show were like 25 26 episodes well that's because it was a network yeah so there's yeah. a lot of shit to wade through. I mean, even the networks now, they're, they're down to like 10 episodes, uh, which makes for less work for the actors and crew and all them. Fuck them. Uh, but yeah, this is... Unless a, they're child stars, then please don't. Don't do that. Yeah. This was... Uh, I don't know. I guess like, like there's an episode that's about sex clubs and it's like mm. supposed to be like 90s edgy... You know, this is what a sex club is. Pretty edgy, huh? Pretty. You're all dancing like the motherfuckers no. in Blade. Yeah, <laughs> looks dull as fuck. I mean, you know, that's. Not... Uh, yeah, I really can't recommend this show. I see a lot of people, you know, saying like, "Oh, I used to love that." Well, I mean, watch it again because I don't think you will. You know, unless you're one of those people that really. And I guess a lot of the horror crowd is is uh, they hold on to that nostalgia so much that it's going to be good no matter what. Like their tastes haven't changed in all this time. They haven't grown as people. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the uh, Freddie Michael Jason horror mm-hmm. crowd. That is very very nostalgia based because you go back and watch those movies. It's like one and a half good ones. Yeah. Yeah, Millennium. I mean, I'm going to watch the rest of it. I've got this box set. So it was three seasons in total. And then I think they finished the show off in the X-Files. They had an episode with Lance Henriksen in it. Uh, This show, Terry O'Quinn is in a lot of the episodes. And he's good. He's a damn good actor, no matter what he's in. Uh, There's one episode with Brad Dourif that's pretty good. Uh, but overall, I mean, like I said, 25 episodes and maybe three of them stand out as, hey, that was all right. You know, I don't know. I'm just wasting my time on this earth <laughs> like this. We all are, Joe. <laughs> we all are, because really. We all fall down. But fuck. Man. Or water. All right. Are you, hey, take this one. Oh, <laughs> Pardon me. All right. Uh, traveled to the old movie theater this past week. Mom, sister, and brother-in-law were going to the movies. When they said, hey, you fat-titted idiot. That's that's how they speak to me. They said, why don't you come to the movies with us? I'm sure you'll you'll have a great time. And I said, all right, I guess I'm, I'm going to the movies. So we saw Beast, which has nothing to do with uh, roses and white girls. This uh, stars Idris Elba and a CGI lion. What's this the title of it? Beast. No Hank McCoy? No. No. Um, this was the first uh, movie, I guess I could say, where uh, they CGI'd the animal with uh, with the balls, Joe. 
I'm pretty sure if they animated the balls, the penis was in the model somewhere. You just didn't see it at the angle. But, uh, you know, when you see, what is it, the side view of the lion, you always see the back of his balls <laughs> poking out from behind its legs. <laughs> so that was the main thing I took away from this movie. So I've seen a bunch of animal attack movies, Joe. They're pushing you know, the shit out of this one on Hulu. Like they bought they? a big ad campaign for it. It's before every movie and every show. It's, it's that trailer. I'll say this. It's okay. I'll never watch it again. Uh, my mom was fucking terrified. Like I thought she was fucking with me at first. Because I was sitting right next to her. And she was just going. And like fucking hitting me and shit with her arms. But no, she was actually just jumping and getting her getting her thrill ride in. So, I mean, on that level, it worked for her. But, I mean, you or I, all we do is watch this fucking right. shit. So, we know. We're jaded old in. fucks. Yeah, yeah. So, she had a good time. Good. Yeah. But, I mean, it was okay. It just wasn't anything spectacular. Especially when fucking roars out there. Or fucking idiots are actually romping around with lions and Idris Elba's just rolling around with a tennis ball on his stick or whatever the fuck he's doing. But uh it's just a fucking racist ass lion going around killing black people. That's really all it is. There's one white dude in the movie and he specifically says a line in it. Oh mate, the lions got me, cut me up pretty good, but I think he's just using me as bait to get to you. It is. It is what it is. It's just Jason is a lion. What, did the lion let him make a phone call? He had a walkie-talkie. Oh, okay. Because Idris Elba and his two daughters go back to, well, you know where they go back to, Joe. And they meet up with their white buddy who's like a game warden. But it turns out he's he's really a fucking tough anti-poacher. And he goes out and murders poachers in the night like Batman and shit. So, uh, I mean, they just get tied up with lions and poachers and shit. It's okay, but, I mean, the CGI shit, it's just like, eh, I know you're not going to fucking have him romp around with a real lion and shit, but, like... <laughs> There's no real lion. It's it is what it is. If you like animal attack movies and shit like that, this isn't a bad one. Uh, but Dog Soldiers is better. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. If you're interested in it, you know what you're getting into. Idris Alba fighting a fucking lion who works for the Ku Klux Klan, then you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. I watched another series, Tom. This one's called Dark Winds. This is uh, based on the Tony Hillerman Lee Porn and Cheat <laughs> novels. And, it's uh, really based out of the gas that comes out of my ass. So, yeah, this is about uh, policing on the reservation. And, uh, yeah, there's. Haven't murder. they been through enough? There's uh, Indian witches. There's robberies, there's betrayal, there's FBI shit, there's militant engines. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. It, it's, uh, 
It's it's a damn good show, and I. It was only six episodes, you know. They didn't like stretch it out to ten, which they didn't need to. They told this story. Will they make more? I don't know. If they do, I'll watch it. It's on. If they do, fucking Amanda Thunderbird or whatever the fuck her name will be in She'll it. She'll be in she's it. She's a man- sure. sweetheart now. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> sorry, Zach McLaren, there's only room for one at the top, and I guess this girl's gonna take over on everything. She's gonna scalp all Stranger Things and wear that fucking thing around. And say I'm the new one in town, bitch. Uh, yeah, that's really all there is to say about this one. I mean, it is a good show. It's on AMC, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That that makes me question the validity of you saying that it's really good. Yeah, they, no, they don't have much shit, right? They had what? The Walking Dead was their thing? They've got Shudder, Joe. Mm. Yeah. Shutter's an old AMC company. Them and RLJE Media. (laughs) Fuck. That's all I watched, Tom. Me too, Joe. (laughs) Wait, that. That was a little bit. (laughs) Gamera! Hi, Gamera. The giant, giant monster. monster. <laughs> All right, so you watched the Japanese cut. I did. I did. In Japanese with the subtitles. Uh, well, I definitely watched it dubbed. So there's uh, some mysterious planes that are flying <laughs> around that don't make sound. And uh, American forces shoot them down. And we're never explained anything about these planes, right? They never come back to it. They're there, man. Yeah, so... So, yeah, that that's like a plot hole that... Were they aliens? Were they... You know, because <laughs> nobody knew who these planes were. Or, you know, why they, they had advanced technology or whatever. But anyway, they crash into the Arctic and they wake up Gamera. Well, then they nuke the hell out of them. Oh, that's right, yeah. They For some them. reason... <laughs> Yeah, shooting them down wasn't enough, so they nuke them, and that's what wakes up Gamera. And nobody cares. Like, there's some, there's an Eskimo village, maybe two football fields away. Mm-hmm. Nobody's bothered. Their hair's not blowing back from the wind of atomic bombs or anything. Nobody gives a fuck about fallout. They're just going to go live the rest of their nine and a half months. <laughs> yeah. But they've got the whole story of Gamera written on a rock. <laughs> And there's all these waves around Gamera. And they're trying to figure out what these waves have to do with the story of Gamera. But we'll get to that. That's revealed later on in the film. But anyway, Gamera attacks Japan. And uh, you got some science types trying to figure out. It's like, oh, he eats fire. It's like <laughs> He's a fire-eating turtle, you yeah, see. fire-eating turtle. <laughs> And he can spit that fire back out. And, uh, yeah, people are seeing UFOs 
too all of a sudden and there's a kid that lives in a lighthouse you know? <laughs> a child named yeah. kenny with a cap he wears a ball cap all the time and he loves turtles he's got a turtle named peewee his father not so much no his father doesn't love to his sister she's just trying to get by you know trying to raise the kid and you know keep her dad from molesting her <laughs> that's what the japanese do they can't keep their hands it's off a their lighthouse person thing you know um so yeah this kid he's uh he's definitely not all there you know <laughs> so they you remember predator 2 mm-hmm. i mean sorry you remember the predator yes I think Kenny's got a job waiting in for him at the yeah. old Predator Research Facility. Right, yeah, definitely do some Predator Research. He's, that's what Predators want. They want this, uh... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so this kid, he thinks Pee-wee grew up to be Gamera. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Well, let's, let's say... His dad says, you get rid of that fucking turtle, you son of a bitch, before I smack the shit out of you and flush it down the toilet when you're at school, you fuck. Go do it now. I'm staying here with your sister. So what what does old Kenny do while his sister's getting fingered? He buries his turtle under a bunch of heavy rocks that he can't get out of and just comes back and visits every so often to make sure he's still there, not breathing or eating or drinking anything. Gamera attacks the lighthouse, knocks it down, you know. Now the kid ain't got no place to live. They got to go into the city, live with the uncle who has a fish market. Mm. And uh, he's got eyes for the for the sister, too. Uh, the niece. Right. Really strange movie, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of subtext here. It's but, just uh, a cultural thing, Joe. I guess so. I, you know, it, and it's beyond me. Uh, but yeah, meanwhile, the scientists are plotting. You know, let's lure Gamera over here with fire, and then maybe we can. I don't know. I don't know what their plan was. Well, Joe, their plan apart. was to planet Hulk this motherfucker. Well, they, they, they come up with another plan called Plan Z, and yes. Eventually, they pour Gamera onto the, like a, a platform. platform. Yeah. And they shoot Gamera into space. The end. You know, this whole thing, because Gamera saved this little kid from falling off of the lighthouse. But we never come back to that. You know, aside from the kid is, you know, being an idiot savant, he can break <laughs> into any like secret compound or. Or place where they're trying to trap Gamma or whatever. Uh, and then Gamma starts spinning around. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, when turtles fall on their shell, they're trapped like that, right? Not Gamma. He can spin around real fast and then His fly. legs turn into rocket engines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Gamma's ashamed. He's hiding his head from us. <laughs> that made me laugh. That was fucking dumb. <laughs> I, I, a lot of this movie made me laugh. It is definitely a more entertaining movie than Godzilla. 
That's for sure. And I mean, a lot of it has to do with how goofy Gamera looks and moves. Like the eyes, it just they're just floating in the head. I don't think they're fixed on to anything because they're just like drunk spinning in his fucking head the whole time. And uh, I guess the suit was made out of plaster and latex. So it just moves like really shitty. Just think about you're wearing a stone covered in rubber, and that's your monster suit. You know that, uh, I don't know what you call it, the the video of the lowrider that's just dancing, walking down the street, you know? <laughs> that, that's the way Gamera walks. You know? <laughs> he does the classic little kid monster walk. <laughs> Well, Joe, I'm glad you picked this one because, like you, <laughs> I have a giant box set with that all one, this. Hey, yours is bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this one comes with all the movies and it comes with comics as well. I so, was interested like, to see the comics when that set came out. Well, Joe, when we get closer to the end of this and we're in the 90s trilogy... Or before, because we got a few movies, so we'll have some time to kill. But uh, I will break these comics out, and I'll show you pages and let you know what's up, just like you did for the Predators. So we got that. Got a little book on the history of Gamera. That's the middle one in here. Uh, this one, Gamera, the first, it was just made because they thought they were ready to make a monster movie to compete with Godzilla, Daie, that's the company. They had all their employees get together and uh, come up with pitches. And uh, Fire Eating Turtle Destroys Tokyo was the one that won. <laughs> and that is the old origin of Gamera. It was just a corporate product made to make money because Godzilla's making money. Yeah, the, the movie does have a like a lost tone to it to where like they didn't know what they were making, you know. It's like at parts they're trying to make a serious monster movie and then at parts it's like, Hey, let's make this a kid's movie and it just it's goofy. It's a goofy flick. It's a goofy series, Joe. And I hope you're ready for it. Towards the end, there's some, like, actual really good movies. But, uh, <laughs> excuse me, we got a lot of silly shit ahead of us first, Joe. I do like the miniatures and all these uh, kaiju movies. Yeah. Good. I think this is the only one that's in black and white, if I remember. All right. I think the next one is Gamera vs. Gaios, but I could be wrong. Gamera versus some shit I can't pronounce. G-Y-A-O-S? I don't know. All right, well, I think it is Gamera versus Gaios. And uh, maybe Zegras after that, but I can't remember. Can't wait, Joe. But right now... <laughs> no, it's more you got to suck in the air. <laughs> I think that's more of what that was. But uh, let's swing into another issue of uh, Amazing Adventures. Spider-Man's okay. He's swinging past Mary Jane's house, and there's been a murder there. 
as a girl murdered on the sidewalk and Mary Jane saw it. She knows who the killer is. So Peter Parker decides, hey, I'm going to go talk to her, try to help her out. And maybe we'll go to the police. Maybe so we'll go to the fuck again. dungeon. And she doesn't want to. So he's a dick to her. He's a she knows. Dick. Snitches yeah. get stitches, Joe. Yeah. But he just wants her to snitch. So he treats her like shit. Because he likes beating women and just yeah. wants to sew her up. <laughs> and then he's attacked by the vulture. The vulture is back, Tom. And uh, Yeah, you, you throw a rock one too many times. You're going to kill somebody with that shit. And uh, the vulture throws him down. But uh, luckily, he webs himself a little net to save himself from dying at the last minute. Then he goes back to work on the car. <laughs> With Johnny Storm. Remember that? Last week, Spider-Man's took a contract to build a car for some fucking auto company. <laughs> Wish I didn't call it the Spider-Mobile. Yeah. Oh. And then, I don't know, uh, Harry finally, or he sees his roommate Harry again, finally, and Harry's just being a dick to him. Harry, <laughs> You are not friends, motherfucker! You never were friends, Peter. Uh... <laughs> And then he fights. Flash uh, Thompson gets a car, and then uh, he's given Peter and Mary Jane a ride. But the vulture sweeps down and carries uh, Mary Jane away, and then Flash wrecks his car. <laughs> and uh, then him and Spider Man fight again, and then the vulture throws him down again. But this time, he doesn't have a trusty building nearby that he can web to. Web to safety, and that's where we're left at the end. This cliffhanger of this mediocre episode or issue of Spider-Man's. Uh, not good. Not good. <laughs> so we're dropping back. Um, yeah. But at least uh, old Conway's continuing his run of killing people in every issue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we do learn that Spider-Man's is failing two classes. So that's what happens when you don't go to class. Man. Women's studies and black history. Because <laughs> he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Not good. Oh. Not good. Well, shit. Hopefully next week is a... A conclusion. <laughs> That's all we can hope for. And hopefully the one after that isn't a disappointment. We'll see. We'll see. So, Joe, you like lists? I've been known to make a list or two, Tom. At the last minute or? Last minute I've been known to make a list or two. <laughs> good, good. And this time our list is uh, our favorite movie posters so this one wasn't too hard to do i'm sure if i stopped and thought about it this list would be totally different but i did <laughs> i did it last minute so here's what i got for honorable mentions i have the silent film metropolis it has done in a style that i believe is called art deco and i like it then there's the poster for a clockwork orange always like that image in fact, I made a metal cut of that image. Then I have the poster for a house on Haunted Hill. 
big skeleton holding like the marionette girl or it's a dead lady and then Vincent Price is holding the candle. Then I have a a movie called The Neptune Factor. This has like giant sea creatures on it. It's a good one. I will uh I'll share that on the uh on the Facebook page if anybody hadn't seen it. Uh it's a cool poster. I don't remember the film at all. Pretty sure the film sucks, but as long as you have a poster. It was about squids and submarines. Yeah. Then I have the Italian version of the Escape from New York. Uh, Snake Plissken's looking a lot more buff on the cover of this one, but you still have like the Statue of Liberty, and there's helicopters swarming down. I don't know why, because that shit doesn't happen in the movie. But I always thought this was a cool-looking poster. And those... Do you remember the theme from that movie? Are my honorable mentions. The theme is the president sucks. I was thinking more. Boo-doo-doo. doo Oh, the theme. Boo-doo-doo. <laughs> yeah, not with the movie, like the flow of it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but it's really trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just a catchy little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Honorable mentions. I have Boo, a Medea Halloween, where they ripped off the Halloween poster, and it says, Hellerween. cracks <laughs> me up because it sucks. And then I have Hostel 2. They had a couple good posters. It was like a lady with her head cut off and her tits hanging out, and she was holding her head. But I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one where it was just like a close-up of gory meat bullshit and it's nothing the movie sucks but that was kind of a cool poster and then i have texas chainsaw massacre 2 where they're all just hanging around like the breakfast club i don't know about breakfast club or any of that shit i just think it's fucking silly and i just always like that image and then i have hatchet movies hmm doesn't hold up well but that bloody hatchet that you know what you're getting and then i have race war the remake it would have been number one but of course i don't put my shit on here but god damn is that a fucking poster not the big faces bullshit but not the the actual poster good shit still have a one hanging at the shop in corpus At number 10, I have National Lampoon's Vacation. It was painted by Boris Vallejo, and mm. it has a Chevy Chase standing in that heroic pose, but he's holding a tennis racket. And Beverly Angelo is holding on to him like, like all those barbarian posters and shit. Good poster. Or Army of Darkness. Yes, Army of Darkness. <laughs> John Bolton did that one. Hmm. Michael Bolton. Number 10, I have Reanimator. Not the one where it's the picture, but the drawn one, you see. It's got the head of the corporation's head on the desk on it, Joe. They were both in Guyver together. And then I heard they went out for pasta and had sex with each other. 
That's just what I've heard. I believe it. Uh, at number nine, I have the exploitation film Bear Behind Bars. And this is a uh, drawing of a chick backed up against uh, some bars, and there's like the warden in front of her, a female warden. So you know some illicit lesbian shit is going to go. <laughs> Good poster. Good poster. It's clearly saliva dripping off the baton. <laughs> Number nine, I have bad taste. You got the fucking creature on there with an AK-47 flipping the bird. Good image. You know what you're fucking getting into. Good stuff. Maybe if I didn't like the creature design and all that so much, I wouldn't care for the fucking poster. <clears throat> but I do, Joe. I do. At number eight, I have the Big Bird Cage, the exploitation classic. This one has uh, has women in big bird cages, and some of them are just tied up, and some of them are laying there like I don't know, like something bad happened to them. They just got to lay there and recover. Good poster. For a second, I thought you were talking about that Nathan Lane movie, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I don't remember what that poster looked like, thankfully. Number eight, I have Spawn. It's a nice poster. It just has that little bit of Spawn's face, and mm -hmm. it's good. It made you think like the movie was going to be awesome. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it really not. Uh, at number seven, I have the exploitation classic, Pets. And this one is just like two girls on all fours with like collars around them, you know, because they're being held prisoner as pets. <laughs> this movie's terrible. It sucks. You know, but that poster, it promises all kinds of things that they don't deliver on in exploitation traditions. Number seven, I have the boss YouTube edit poster. And uh, this was Race War was parodied from it this. It reminds poster. me a lot of the Race War poster. Yes, yes, yes. So if you like boss YouTube edit, go check out the poster. It was drawn and painted. It was a drawing, as Joe would say. And number six, I have Shockwaves. Mm. This one has like the the Nazi zombie creatures with the welder glasses on. And one's holding a boat up, you see. And, one's uh, holding a boat up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a good poster. The movie's kind of dull. I like it, but it admittedly is dull. But that poster's fucking badass. Number six, I have the human tornado. He's a human tornado on the poster, Joe. He's punching white people. Mm -hmm. White guys flying through the air like, I was punched by a YouTube edit. And you can tell he did this round punching thing. <laughs> He's got the motion. Well, he line. was spinning, you see. Yeah, that's true. And his hat didn't fly off. <laughs> Tom, I rarely do this, 
but at number five, I have a tie. And this is between Creep Show or, you know, the Creeper or whatever the fuck its name is. Is it Raul? Raul. It's fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> and then part two, where Raul is sitting in the theater pointing, you know, like, hey, we're about to watch part two. Yeah. I think those are both cool posters. Well, Joe, this doesn't happen often, but at number five, I have Creep Show. Not the second one, but the first one, because it's a much better poster. It has Raul on it, you see. Raul the ghoul. At number four, I have the prop, uh, the the poster to the stuff. Now, there's like three different posters, but I like the one that's just a close up on the face, where the guy has the stuff coming out of his mouth and his eyes and shit. Like he ate the stuff, and he's paying the price for it. When you got time, you should draw up a boy gob logo to look like the stuff label. I'll get some stickers made. Okay. <laughs> Number four, I have Phantasm Three, Lord of the Dead. This is another drawn poster. I think it's the only Phantasm poster that was. No, the first one is. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, tall man in the graveyard, close up, him holding one of his balls up. Good stuff, hot stuff. And number three. I have, uh, I don't know if this was just a promotional poster or what, but it wasn't the marquee poster. This is uh, for Jaws 2. And the Revenge? This, no, that's four. Oh, shit. I think. But uh, no, this one is just like, it shows the ocean and it's either sunset or sunrise. So it's like a red and orange tone and it just has the one fin in the in the water it's like a really simple image but i thought it was just always fucking badass better than the real poster uh which is the chick ice or not what do you call that shit ski. ice skating ice skating. Yeah. jet skiing water skiing fucking sharks behind her you know she's holding the rope to the you know being pulled by a boat that's what they should call it yeah i'm gonna go get pulled by a boat let's go do some boat pulling yeah. <laughs> what are we on? Number three? Three. Number three, I have Leprechaun, where it's that little midget fuck just peeking behind the door like, Tee-hee, mate! <laughs> Used to always creep me the fuck out. I remember seeing that shit for the first time in the mall and going, oh my god, Lynn. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh. Uh. Okay, two and one, very nostalgia based, kind of like your leprechaun thing. <laughs> and uh, number two is Death Ship. This has a big old ship, but it's kind of got like a skull, you know, looking face on the ship. And I always thought that looked fuck. This movie's a piece of shit. <laughs> but that poster, and I have the poster because <laughs> I think it's so cool still. But don't watch the movie. Yeah, I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't have a good handful 
of the posters that were on this list. One of them being the Boo Medea Halloween <laughs> poster. <laughs> uh, what do we got? Number two. So speaking of number two, I have the poster that Boo Medea ripped off, and that is the classic Halloween poster with the pumpkin and the knife. Good stuff. Hot good stuff. Image. It's what posters are made of, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Paper. Trees. At number one, I have a poster to 1979's The Prophecy. And this is just that uh, drawing of uh, like a mutated baby inside the, I don't know, the fucking whatever. The bottle? The baby sack or whatever. Um, was this a William Friedkin movie? I don't remember. But uh, Which, oh no, I'm thinking of the progeny. No, it's uh, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. <laughs> Sorry to anybody listening on the yeah. podcast feed. <laughs> this, is a, this is the sound of me looking stuff up. Right and you know what your image, but oh, that's the Killer Bear movie. Yes, the Killer Bear movie. I've okay. always liked this image since I was a kid. It, I think the same image was on the novel uh, before it was a movie. So, and they rarely did that. They rarely took from a book, used the same artwork or whatever. But uh, I still like it. I still like that image. If you've never seen the fucking prophecy. That's what it's called, right? Yes. Yeah, go fucking watch that shit. Not the Christopher Walken Not one, Christopher although Walken. that might be good. I don't yeah. know. Watch the Killer Bear one, dude. That fucking sleeping bag kill in that one puts Jason's the fucking shame, dude. This little kid explodes when he hits the fucking tree. <laughs> it is fucking awesome. <laughs> My number one is the promo poster for Mortal Kombat the movie where it has the silhouette of Goro standing on the cliff in front of the Mortal Kombat logo. Hot damn, that's the first time I've ever gotten erection. <laughs> fucking awesome. And you know what else is going to be fucking awesome, Joe? Next week's list mm-hmm. we... uh List the worst movie posters we've seen. Shit. So, do they have to be movie posters? Or could it be like DVD and VHS artwork? I'd say let's stick with movie posters. Because VHS and DVD, or DVD especially, that would be too easy. <laughs> I mean, pick up yeah, that Dog know. Soldiers again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Joe, much, much better than, much better than last week. Unfortunately, I think doing the Gamera episodes or, yeah, I guess episodes now we're, we're going to get the wrong crowd, but that's okay. At least we'll get a couple more likes, hopefully, because Time Cop didn't do it for us. 
I think we got Kyle numbers on that one, but I appreciate you watching, Mr. Ouch. Driver. Couldn't have done it without you. But Joe, uh, it's been a week. I hope your week is good. I hope, I hope my so week too. is even better. God blesses <laughs> everyone as they stay around Christmas time. But yeah, uh, it's almost gonna be here. Yeah. So I mean if you ain't doing shit, go to fastcustomshirts.com and check out the shirts that we've got. I've added a few new ones. I don't remember what I added, but I added some shit on there and I've got some more that I'm gonna add this week, hopefully. 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 And while you're at Fast Custom Shirts, you can get this shirt. Maybe says Boy Gob if you can see it. That on there. Just go to Fast Custom Shirts, search Boy Gob, and that'll probably pop up. You'll end up getting a black shirt, but if you absolutely want a purple one, hit me up. I do have a stack that nobody wanted. <laughs> so uh, feel free to contact me about that or just get the much much better black one at fastcustomshirts.com and then head on over to dwnproductions.net only have like maybe seven of these hats left don't know when i'm getting more hats made so if you want one and it's good for halloween too because this silver is reflective when you shine light at it too so you're not only wearing something dope but you're being safe on Halloween. And uh, speaking of being safe on Halloween and being sure you can see everything with proper vision, go buy a mask. You're going to need something to put over your head and hopefully you don't get hit by a car when you're walking the streets drunk wearing it. Uh, that's all I got. Okay, then. Joe, have a great week. You guys, too. And boy, God. Oh, oh.